0: I got to say, this is a big boy trend on fucking TikTok right now. When I was sick, posted up in bed, all I did was, I need a big boy. I, want the big- <laughs> <laughs> That's all I was looking at.
1: hi guys welcome back to another episode of spice rack podcast this is our last full book episode of the year and it is a banger but before we get into corrupted chaos sav how are you
0: well i sound like someone's smoker gay uncle like that's the vibe that my voice is giving off um so i'm just a little under the weather but i'm making it work and i don't feel very good but other than that, you know, I am thriving. Emily, how are you? I'm good. I'm getting my tattoo tomorrow. Oh, shit. And,
1: yeah, and I'm getting a rib tattoo. And I think that that's just bad bitch energy. Like, I just feel like my confidence level is just going to go increasingly up once I get it. Which is
0: scary because you were posting waist pics on your main Instagram last week. So I'm really nervous, you know, what more confidence is going to give Okay,
1: because I try to be, because all, like, you know, the trendy girls, they'll post, like, their outfits, but it's just, like, the top and, like, like part of their G. I was like, okay, I'm going to try to be trendy. (laughs) But a lot of people wanted to know where I got my outfit from, so I think it's my job. But I'm on break. And I'm very thankful to have a month off. Very thankful. But there is nothing I love more than a schedule. Like, I can find a schedule sexy. (laughs) (laughs) So I've been trying to do anything because I just don't like to just, like, sit. But other than that, I'm going. So what are you finding in your schedule? I have walked the dogs. They probably probably hate me.
0: Mm, Probably like this bitch again going on another (laughs) fucking walk.
1: We're going once every hour and then it's Hanukkah so that I my mind was preoccupied with Hanukkah because Mm -hmm. I was like busy like doing stuff right but then like my dad dragged me to Bass Pro Shops um twice and that's about it oh and we got another cat so there's just
0: I do forget Emily is like Jewish of convenience like she's Jewish (laughs) during Hanukkah but that's really the only time that she's Jewish
1: really just Passover dinner I don't eat pork and then Hanukkah
0: Okay. Well, it sounds like you're having a grand old time over there doing nothing. Grand old time. I would like to share that I have been feeling like this since last week. And first of all, I knew I was sick because on the the flight back, I'm reading Corrupted Chaos and I'm sweating. To be fair, it was hot, right? Like it was a hot book, but I was like, (laughs) like really fucking sweating and this guy next to me was like six four and kind of hot and I was like am I sweating because he's hot and I'm reading this or am I sweating because I'm becoming ill so I get to my car at the airport take off all my clothes like I rode home have you ever rode home in a sports bra Yes, yes I was so hot so then I go to the doctor two days later and I'm like yo girl I have the flu like I have to have the flu and she tests me for the flu and she tests me for COVID and I get tested for all this shit. And then she's like, I think you just have a common cold. And I'm like, did you just gaslight me into saying that all I have right now is the fucking common cold? So if you're wondering, I'm, I don't have the bubonic plague. I really thought that I did. Turns out it's just a common cold because I was gaslit as fuck by my doctor. So disrespectful
1: what have you been reading? I see that Zodiac Academy is a thousand pages.
0: It's more than a thousand pages. So I got 64. I was traveling last week, which is, I think I picked this shit up in the fucking Atlanta airport. I know that I did. So I was traveling last week and for a whole day of traveling, normally I finish at least a book, normally a book and a half. I made it 64% of the way through on Zodiac Academy when I had already been like, 25% when I took off. So I, by the time I'm traveling back home, I'm pissed off. I'm like, this is bullshit. I've been reading all week. My Kindle has not left my side and I'm 64% of the way through. So I'm taking a little pause on Zodiac Academy. I don't know if I'm going to pick it back up. Shout out to my friend Bailey. She just let me know what happened. I asked what went on, if it was worth reading the rest of the book. So she told me, I don't know if I'm going to finish reading it. So then I started reading Corrupted Chaos, which is when I was sweating my ass off on the plane next to the hot man. Loved it. Had a fantastic time with Kate and Arminelli. Then I read Tangled in Tinsel, which was Christmas and kind of fucking ridiculous, but it was fine. I think I'm done officially with Christmas reads. This was the Christmas reverse harem that I told you about last week. So I wanted uh, okay. to go. It was good. Basically, the author doesn't describe the female main character, so that you can picture yourself in the situation. Interesting. I didn't picture myself in the situation, but I thought it was interesting. That
1: is interesting.
0: And then now I'm reading Power by Cassandra Robin, and this book is slutty. This book is for the sluts, and it is a fucking stepdad situation. I have been on a major daddy situation (laughs) lately, and I need to calm down, but it is so slutty so that's what I've been reading what about you
1: okay so I finished play with me which is the second book and the playing for keeps do it it was just so hot and heartwarming and just truly chef kissed. it's like I did not want it to end and I think it's a book that everybody should read specifically the men because not to give like that much away but she had like some a traumatic experience And this man just really let her become more confident in her body and like what she needs and never pushed her. And I was like, that is such a man. And then I finished the masterpiece that is Corrupted Chaos, which we um, are discussing today. And I started The Sinner by Chantal Tessier.
0: Ooh, early review. How's it going?
1: I really like it. So it takes place the same time as the ritual takes place. So Riot... And Sin are, like, the same pledge class of the Lord's.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Okay, but this one is different because who he has had his eyes on is his younger sister's best friend. And I like her name. Her name is Ellington. I think that's a really beautiful name. Ellington. I like that. And so it's a little bit different because he is, like, picking her. But one thing I like about is she – um wants to be like a sex therapist which is what her mom is so she takes like psychology of like human sexuality and like these classes so we get a lot of like psychology about sex which I always find fascinating so so far I'm a big fan
0: have you seen sex education on Netflix I
1: I haven't it's on my list
0: you should watch it it's so funny with all this downtime that you have she's a sex therapist
1: yeah I'm gonna watch and like I just like I just so I think this is gonna be a five-star read I'm hundred pages in. It's a thick one and there's a stalker. We all know I love a stalker mm-hmm. and um, I got a house of mirror scene on like the 60th page. Mm-hmm. So. so this is
0: made for you. <laughs> yeah. I, as we all know, I'm still going on this cruise in fucking four days. So <laughs> I guess I'm going to start chugging emergency, but I am willing, open, ready for any book recommendation that you have currently. I don't have anything that I'm into anything that I don't want to read I mean I'm still not reading a small town don't give me that bullshit but (laughs) anything I don't have anything that I don't want to read so I'm open to whatever slide in my dms let me know what you're reading what you've liked and I will download it on my kindle
1: I think you should replay with me
0: okay do I have to read the first one to read the second one
1: no it's about it's two separate
0: okay because you definitely like the second one more than you liked the first one
1: yeah I did I love it when it's like the guy, like they're on a team and he falls for the captain's sister. I I Mm. eat that trope
0: up. Mm. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll do it. Download it. Don't have to tell me twice. So we are going to
1: get into this masterpiece. (laughs) That is corrupted chaos. So Shane Rose writes romance with an edge. Her books are filled with inks. Steve, and emotional roller coasters that lead to happily ever afters. She lives where the weather is always changing with the family she hopes will never change. When she isn't writing, she's reading and loving life. Books by Rose include Shattered Vows, Fractured Freedom, and Inevitable. And today we'll be discussing Corrupted Chaos, which is an absolute banker.
0: I do think that I'm going to get into the rest of Homegirl's discography because... I really enjoyed this. I liked the writing. I liked the character development. I liked the side characters. I was into everything.
1: Yeah, I have Shattered Vows
0: by her, which I'm definitely going to.
1: I really, I'm a big fan of
0: her. I think um the one about his brother, Sebastian, is the one that I'm going to read next. Yeah, but next.
1: Mm-hmm. I think Shattered Vows is about his other brother and it's arranged marriage.
0: I think Shattered Vows is about the boss jet I only know because oh. I looked at this two days oh. ago on my kindle after I finished this I was like hmm, let me just see what <laughs> else is out there love and arranged marriage we do not have a dedication this week so that's that
1: so we are going to get into the plot so Izzy is one of the nation's best coders and has even spent time undercover working for the government She is a spitfire who buries herself in her work to be the best. But a tall, tattooed man by the name of Cade, who happens to be her boss, takes her mind off of work in a place she doesn't want it to go. After an an extremely hot work hookup, the two are partnered together to work on a top-secret data project for an upcoming election. Despite Cade and Izzy knowing they need to be professional, the flames are lit, and the two combine for a very steamy relationship. When Izzy is kidnapped, Kate does everything in his hands to bring her back and grovels for her forgiveness, which included a penthouse apartment. The two are fire, and their relationship portrays that. And as Izzy continues to recover from her addiction, Kate is always with her, being her best cheerleader.
0: I have so many things to say. The first is that. This is a perfect example of you've got to have friends who understand shit that you don't understand because I was high key confused on the coding, the govern. I didn't know anything that was going on. Emily thankfully understood all of it. And so she helped me understand. I didn't have a fucking clue what was happening with any of that shit. The, uh, no, I was lost <laughs> from beginning to end on the plot. I was confused.
1: I love the coding. I'm just gonna put that out there.
0: I know that you did. I'm so glad that you understood it so that you could explain it to me. I enjoy when a man has a powerful name, like a name that packs a punch. And Caden Arminelli is a powerful pack punching name. And he is all that I wanted. This motherfucker had the driest sense of humor. And I was giggling because I can imagine being so frustrated with him that you just want to scream. But I would also love to go toe-to-toe with Cade. Like, I loved his sense of humor. I loved how dry he was. He made me giggle a lot. I also loved when bad boy Cade came out to play and he would start threatening people because he was, like, very buttoned up for a little bit. And then he would just get, like, a little sliver of, like, bad boy Cade wanting to come out and play. So I loved it. Like I said, I didn't understand most of the coding shit. Like I was really confused. And I didn't really understand the purpose for the retreat. Was I complaining when we got a one bed forced proximity trope? No, I wasn't. I was thankful. I was along for the ride. And when she drew that fucking line (laughs) down the middle of the room, I was like, oh, so she's also crazy, which I was so, I love it when the crazy matches one another. And Cade had, like, a little bit of a crazy kink. Like, the more fucking Looney Tunes she got, the more he was into it. So, huge fan overall. I have a couple of specific things I would like to discuss. A man loving a woman's curves and encouraging her to eat is literally the sexiest thing. Like, it's so hot. It's such a turn-on. So take fucking notes. This is not hard. It is not hard to understand us. Just tell us that we are hot. Encourage us to eat. It's not hard. But he was like, you haven't eaten anything today. And she was like insecure about her past relationship and him telling her that her ass was too big. Cade was like, no, this ass is fantastic. Please continue to feed it. Okay, great. At one point he says... This is what this is when I was sold. I mean, like early in the book, he says, <laughs> I'm capable of breaking every bone in a man's body, but I'd like to refrain from doing that. So don't do it. No one is allowed to hold your life in their hands except for me. Do you understand?
1: That's so fucking hot.
0: I'm sorry. What? I like, you know, when you're just bebopping along in your Kindle and you come to something and your mind just screeches to a halt. I was like, oh, my fucking God, Caden Arminelli, I love you. Then at the end after she's kidnapped and he's like bartering with her she has like a whole host of brothers and I kind of think they're all fucking idiots but I will read the books on them and he's like bartering with her brothers to marry her and one of them is like I guess a football player and thinks that he's bad and Kate is like no I want to marry her and the brother says something stupid and he says don't women rule us she owns my soul excuse me that's like that's all I'm done I'm sold I think the NFL brother was hot and I don't know if it's because
1: I recently went to hockey so I'm just like just very attracted to like the bigger men but I think I'm his book will probably be my favorite brother's book
0: I gotta say this is a big boy trend on fucking TikTok right now when I was sick posted up in bed all I did was I need a big boy <laughs> I, think, like, all I was looking at it can be entertained. I gave this book, to no
1: shocker, to anybody five stars. Um, I think that Caden is absolutely perfect, and I love the way that he respected and treated Lizzie to where he didn't want her to have to hide who she is. Like he didn't want the doled down version of Izzy that like she was like portraying, and he wanted to show her that she is lovable. And worth that like perfect relationship that she deserves. I do love the representation of addiction in this book. And I think that the author did such a good job with it. And I just wish that Izzy's family didn't baby her as much as they did over it. Cause like homegirl's working for the government. She is like one of the best coders, like her addiction, like she is able to beat that addiction. I did enjoy the plot aspect of it. And like, I like how needed to protect election integrity um, and I just like the element of the story. I was looking for a one bed trope for a hot minute. You guys know this. And this delivered, I cackled when she drew that red line down the bed, I was like, this is the funniest thing ever. And I have four main quotes, parts I want to talk about when he trying to feed her marshmallows. And she's like, no, like I can't eat after eight. I have a bad metabolism. And he goes, open your mouth, Izzy. And she goes, I don't want it. It's a lot of sugar for someone. And he interrupts her and goes, Open your mouth. Like, I, that, like, you know me, that's like, get in the car. It's just something about that. And then um, she breaks the rules because she ends up on his side of the red line on the bed. And he goes, I'm going to fuck you all night, doll face. Fuck you till you can't walk, breathe, can't talk unless it's to scream my name. And it will be the only name you're screaming. I was done for. And these two go back to Sav's point of him having, like, a dry humor. Like, she's trying to tell him that, like, I'm not marrying you. Like, this is over. And she's like, why are you going back to work? And he's like, I'm working because you're not saying nothing of real importance right now. Might as well work. Like, he didn't give a fuck. He, like, when he was going to propose and the brother's like, well, what if she says now? He's like, I'm not going to respect her decision. Like, she will be my wife. And then they get back from the family's house and she was playing with her niece. And she was like... Cade, have you seen my birth control? And Cade was like, "I saw them in the toilet right before I flushed them." I cackled.
0: <laughs> I literally, the feminism leaving my body when he said this. I was like, <laughs> I
1: he love didn't look.
0: He didn't look up from his laptop. He was just like, down the toilet. He's like, "Yeah, I did see them actually in the toilet right before I flushed them." <laughs> like so fucking dry and funny. Yeah, Cade was perfect when he brought the candy canes to the hospital. I was just like. I have a bone to pick, though, and it's very specific. Are you ready for this? I'm ready for it. All right. In the book, Cade doesn't get naked for like a long time. Like, MoFo is always wearing a three-piece suit, right? Right. Why, on the cover, is this motherfucker wearing a chambray denim shirt? (laughs) It makes me really angry (laughs) that he's wearing a denim button-up shirt which is cringy like I have the ick of the denim but but in the book he's only wearing a three-piece suit and he's always wearing the suit like she doesn't get him naked for a long time so where was that same energy on the book cover I didn't even notice that I don't know what part of my brain was like (laughs) What the fuck is he wearing? I guess because I do not fuck with a denim shirt. But I was like, ew, uh, Cade, you would not normally wear this. When he showed up to the
1: fire wearing, like, the jogger t-shirt combo, I was like, fuck.
0: And the glasses. I agree that there is nothing hotter than a man that doesn't wear glasses that can pull them off. And suddenly you see him in glasses. Sex. Sex. Literally. (laughs)
1: literally like we're having sex <laughs> k just had it all i just i i just love that commanding personality and he he delivered he really delivered the way when she got kidnapped this man just fucking waltzed in like it was just like he just waltzed in to grab her like he didn't give two fucks he caused world tensions he sure did and he
0: didn't blame twice <laughs> he sh- he didn't give a fuck Okay, let's talk about the spice, because Caden Armanelli was indeed very spicy, and he had a dirty, foul, filthy mouth, which we are huge fans of, obviously. I gave this two and a half peppers. How many peppers did you give it? I gave it three and a half. Okay. Once again, our pepper rating is <laughs> fucked up, but that's okay. I have a couple of things that I would like to share. Let's talk about him bringing in Rodney to play. <laughs> First of all, she is flirting with this man, Rodney, mainly because Rodney was hot and like could pass the time. You know, like, have you ever flirted with somebody that you didn't really like, but you're like, oh, I'm a little bored. Like, just yeah. pass the time. OK, so that's what she's doing with Rodney. Rodney lets out pretty early on that he's pan. So he doesn't give a fuck what anyone how anyone identifies he's into it which is beautiful because at one point they're like having a bonfire situation Izzy is mad at Cade and so she goes and flirts with Rodney all day puts his hoodie on and is like sitting in his lap and Cade is fuming absolutely furious cuts the hoodie off of this bitch's body and says like I'm sorry did you not have a chair to sit on did you have to sit on his fucking lap So it's worth it, obviously, to piss him off to that extreme level. But then they're kind of going back and forth. And Kate is like, obviously, my cock is the only one that you want. So to prove it, let's call Rodney. So he calls Rodney up, tells him to bring over a vibrating butt plug and that they're going to have a little bit of fun. However... The fun with Rodney is that Cade gets so jealous in the middle of it. He doesn't let Rodney touch her or like be really anywhere near her and then kicks him out halfway through. And he says, I let Rodney in here for your enjoyment. Don't confuse my willingness to make you happy with how serious I am about you. So he brings in a little plaything for her, kicks him out, and then fucks her literally senseless.
1: Yeah, she says that she literally blacks out screaming his name.
0: So I mean, what what a work retreat. I've been on a lot of <laughs> for work. I have never had something like that happen. And then ab- back to my suit situation. He says, you're going to ruin my suit, baby. This pussy of yours can't even handle my cock this close to it. It's weeping for me, crying for its owner to come home. If any man other than Kaden <laughs> Arminelli ever even whispered that in my vicinity, I would have puked. But I love him so much that I was like, wow, that's hot. He is so fucking hot.
1: He is so fucking hot. So I gave it 3.5 peppers. I think that breath play is really hot. I think that th- I just find it very hot. And Caden was very into breath play. But I liked it that he was into like the whole aspect with him and breath play was like he would even get mad when she like wouldn't tap out in time. He was like, I don't want to like fizz like to like you to over here to pass out on me. But I just think I just think that was really hot. Of course, we get an ample amount of mirror scenes before I go into that. I literally texted Savannah after I read the Rodney scene and it was just Savannah and all cats. (laughs) And Sav was like, you got to the Rodney scene, didn't you? And I was like, Jesus Christ. But she's in the shower. um, So the shower's on his side of the red line. So Caden grabs her hair and turns her roughly like towards the mirror, forcing her to bend at the waist. And he goes, slide a finger in Izzy and show me how well you listen to your boss. when he gives you a command. Then he thrusts into her like he belonged there. And he squeezed my thighs and brought my ass in close like he needed to be surrounded by me. Then he goes, you feel all of this? It's what I give you. You want a little good time, doll face, and you get the best fucking of your life with me. Always with me. Yeah.
0: I want to come back to breath play because I also think the breath play is hot. However normally you have like an introductory conversation when we're doing he did none of that he literally grabbed her throat almost blacked her out and was like and this is what we're doing now and she was like
1: okay yeah she's he's like tap my
0: wrist twice if it gets too much but I was like this is my problem too though because I can never admit defeat so I would also not want to tap out and then I would die and that would be bad for everyone involved
1: I feel like I could relate to Izzy at sometimes with how we both bury each other into our work and like the work and that stuff becomes like our lives. But like how Caden was like, You're more than like your work. Like you don't have to keep proving people because you're addiction. And then she was drugged when they kidnapped her. And he was like, They did not take your sobriety away. Like you're still, I, I was just like, This man is just perfect.
0: That made me so sad too. The whole situation of her being kidnapped, I thought was fascinating because it's not like our first time around the block with a kidnapping, right? No. And this whole concept of the untouchables that you can't touch people's wives was fascinating. And so he has this bracelet on her wrist that has all these diamonds on the inside that other people can't see. And it just looks like this gold little chain. And he stamps untouchable around the bracelet. I want to be an untouchable. What do you think that the application process for that looks like? I don't know. Because I have it in the discussion.
1: Like, how do you feel about the bracelet? I fucking love that shit.
0: I loved the bracelet. I love the bracelet. I loved every aspect of the bracelet. I love the fact that she got jealous. Because Miss event coordinator had a bracelet on. Because I guess they fucked at one point. And he, like, I think Cade was big on, like, I don't ever want to see you again. Here's a bracelet. Like, I think that was his MO. And so she gets jealous because homegirl has a bracelet on. And he's like, no, no, I'll get you a better bracelet. And it only, it locks, and he had the key, so she couldn't take the bracelet off.
1: Can we talk about one scene? Can we talk about the club scene? When her and Lucas went to the club, and Cade was so enamored because she called things off with Cade. She changes after work. She is in this black dress that it shows all her curves. She goes to the club. She goes to the club with Lucas, and Cade is so enamored by her. This man shuts off all the lights in the club so they can have a quickie by the wall.
0: I enjoy that Cade likes to fuck with the infrastructure of buildings. (laughs) I do too. At the beginning, he shuts down the elevator when they're inside of it. So fucking hot. Just the po- like the just the power this man has is hot. He is hot
1: without having to like touch anybody and still be hot.
0: Yes. He's hot like from his little phone.
1: I don't think I can work for a man like Caden, because I would just be enamored all day long.
0: I know. I don't think I could work first of all I don't know what the fuck they do I would just show up and click clack at my computer and like hope for the best so I couldn't work for him anyways you actually could Emily this is like technically something you could do
1: technically I could find myself a hot boss who works in coding
0: oh my god I'm sure he exists this is my new mission um I do have a question I was listening to a podcast
1: yesterday being girl pod and they try to say that your lip color your best lip color like lipstick color for you is Is your nipple color is your nipple color I did not know that
0: yeah I did
1: I, I was driving in my car and I was like what I'm
0: looking mine are like that's why I wear a lot of like nude nip colors yeah, I was like, this is
1: fascinating. And then for all you girlies in relationships, married situationships, they brought up the idea of doing a nude Polaroid advent calendar for their man. So each day the
0: man opens. That is so much work.
1: The advent calendar and it's like a
0: different nude. That is so much work. And like, what does a man do to deserve that? I cannot think of it. granted Seth has been very sweet taking care of me but at one point I said like hey I'm hungry and he said well we have some chips I said motherfucker I'm not <laughs> eating chips what do you mean <laughs> you were on fucking drug you think I'm about to eat some chips uh-uh so I've been giving him shit like I'm still sick I said Seth imagine how much worse I would be if I had to eat those chips <laughs> that night <laughs> but not the chips not the chips get fucking bffr be fucking for
1: real But yeah that's just my two little two little okay. points i had to make tips with m <laughs> okay we talked about kaden and how he's just a perfect man but what is like the most attractive like non-sexual act
0: a, a man can do My go-to answer is always manual labor of any sort is hot to me. Why? What is yours? I think the
1: like reminding to eat and like you need to eat. I think I think that's like the hottest thing. Like the mm-hmm. most attractive non-sexual act.
0: Mm. That's a good I mean it's there's a lot of really good options. I also still stand by the one hand the
1: reverse. driving driving Please Suspecting. fucking always please always offer to drive.
0: Please. Yeah. I'm a passenger princess at my core.
1: Like I hate driving. Just please always volunteer to drive.
0: I'm trying to think what else.
1: Opening the door, that's the bare minimum.
0: Bare fucking Yeah. Minimum. Yeah. No, I still think my answer is manual labor. Manual labor. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Classic Emily question. Do we think that Cade groveled enough?
1: 75% yes, 25% no. Because this is my thing. I don't think this, I don't think he should have ever left. And if he was so in love with this woman that he had roses sent to his house every single day after the retreat, so it would smell like her. I don't think he should have left. And I think it is the most fucked up thing that happens in books when like the guy would sleep with be like, I love you so much. And the next day be like, deuces. I think that that is the worst thing a guy can ever do. And Kate did that. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? But the penthouse suite, check. Depositing half of his savings into her account, check. But the douchebag move was not letting her get to work. And then having sex with her and being like, peace.
0: But you don't understand why he did it. She literally almost died. Like but I
1: think that he should have had a conversation with her instead of being like, "Here's all your stuff. You're saying your parents like deuces." Like he really he blindsided to her. her safe. No, is <laughs> he worked undercover? Like she has been. Like I nah. I think that it weren't at least a conversation should have been given the fact that like he was sending he sent her flowers every day
0: to the dub but would never answer the phone i would be fucking livid but he also is flying around the world to make sure that she's declared as an untouchable so he's like going and visiting mob families to say that she's his untouchable so that everyone knows
1: yeah i just think that because i think 75 percent he did grovel enough but i think 25 percent that he should have not had sex with her and told her that he loves her and then been like, he could have been like, I have to go make sure everybody knows who you are to me and I'll be back.
0: Okay, that's fair. All right, I'll give you that.
1: So, I was like,
0: not Kaden. <laughs> you know what I like so much about this is that it was like light mafia. Like, we weren't really in the mafia. Like, we were there. But we weren't really in the mafia. That was my yeah. favorite part about this book. Yeah, he is like a retired mobster. I think that that would be ideal for me personally. Like just like a little light, like a little a sprinkling of touch her, you die, but like we're not really killing people on the regular.
1: Yeah. Like this man was getting emails from the Pentagon at two in the afternoon. Like just the oozing
0: power. Which I just, again, I don't understand. I don't I don't know what that means. <laughs> Test with this man and that was
1: that. So clearly we have the boyfriend pyramid coming up. And as you guys know, we have our scientifically proven boyfriend pyramid. Where we have ultimate friends with benefits at the bottom. Then we have meet the family. White picket fence. And then we have the god tier, the best of the best. So, Sav, where are you putting Caden?
0: Caden Manelli has to be God tier. It would be
1: God, god would tier be shameful. All the
0: way. Yeah, it would be shameful to not put him in God tier. He deserves it.
1: You know who his roommate would be in the god tier house? Who? Alex Alex Volkov.
0: Oh, that's a good one. They could be friends. Or Christian Harper. They could have the triple. Christian Harper is my go-to to put with anybody. I just think he's so like malleable. I can put him with anyone yeah. and they can be friends. They could hack together. <laughs> I think that Cade and Vicious would be friends. They would be friends. Mm. But no, Cade and Arminelli has to be in God tier. He has to be in God tier. He just has to. And again, if I name my child Caden, everyone mind your fucking business. <laughs>
1: No, that's me. If I ever have a daughter, like I love that. I've always wanted to name like my daughter, Eleanor, but I love like the name Ellington now. So if anybody, you never heard it here.
0: I like Ellington, but it reminds me of Wellington, which reminds me of Beef Wellington. (laughs) (laughs) So if you name your child Ellington, I'm going to call her Beef Welly. Is that okay?
1: (laughs) Yeah. like, you can get her like a, like a onesie. Oh (laughs) my god, with little beef wellingtons on it.
0: (laughs) That would be so cute. Yeah,
1: I think that's all I have. Caden is just this was the perfect book to end the year.
0: Yeah. I listen, I am one Christmas book away from like jumping (laughs) off my roof. So I needed to get back to what we do best. And a little light mafia boss relationship, I think is what we do best. Yeah, with just a lot of spice. So much spice. It was fantastic. It 10 was. out of 10 would recommend.
1: Yes. And um, I'm very excited to read the rest of her books.
0: And in the new year, we're coming back at you. We don't know what we're starting with yet, but we'll see you in 2023.
1: Yes, guys. Have a wonderful holiday.
0: Yep. Happy Hanukkah to those of you who are, what did I call you earlier? Jews of convenience. Happy Hanukkah to those people who are Jewish or Jewish of convenience and Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to everybody else. Yeah. Bye guys. See you guys next
1: year.